that science, by definition, allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What's your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. Dude, do you know what's crazy? Shutter Island is an anagram for truths and lies. Shut up. That's pretty neat, right? Is that? Man, we should have we should have watched Shutter Island for this podcast. Is that an accident? Oh. Oh, hey, uh, this, oh. <laughs> hey, hey, I didn't see you there. This is the yeah. Cult of Cinema Knowledge podcast. Uh, I'm Levi, and that's Jordan. Gosh, now I wish I would have had an anagram for my dude. own name. Oh, we should have put, dude, an anagram, Levi is going to be. It's always been evil. Le- Levies. Oh, yeah, evil. That's yeah, so what everyone evil. always says. They'll say, your, le- your name has got the letters of evil. Yeah, evil, and yeah. mine's Jordan, Korean. <laughs> yeah, that's, is that, that's, that's uh, right. did, you, did you remember that back in the day with like predictive text whenever you typed in jordan it would oh, yeah. automatically put in korean that's funny i thought you, i was uh, like yeah uh jordan with that silent k going on in there <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, guys didn't, okay. you didn't know that the whole time uh anyway we're talking about stupid backwards encrypted uh words truth and lies he says for shutter island because we were talking about the movie shutter island so this month uh september that we are currently in nearing the end of this has been thriller month we've worked our way through the steps we started with hitchcock uh worked our way through did verhoven yeah (laughs) was it it went hitchcock then basic instinct oh it did yeah yeah and then and then uh fincher and then now uh scorsese scorsese who we we give scorsese the benchmark of thriller but yet, I wouldn't say he's, like, truly the master of thriller. He's more no. of, like, a the master of a character study. But it is I it think, is fun because a lot of his movies are thrilling. They are. I think, like, Fincher is definitely more known for, like, being a thriller he, guy. Yeah. He, he, he does do movies outside of that. But that's what he's firing on all cylinders is his thriller movies. Right. Uh, you know, I think. Dude, but. do you know what I realized during this? So this is this – is, we'll, we'll get into the synopsis here in two seconds. I just wanted to say – I just realized when I was watching this movie, Scorsese has never done, except the exception would be Hugo. And this is this is like this is clearly just off the top of my head, which I've not seen. Scorsese, yeah, it's a fantastic movie. I, I want it's on my list. I want to. Uh, it's it's adorable and great. And if you love cinema and film, <laughs> and if you're an enthusiast, it's perfect. It's right up the eye of this film history. Scorsese like. Scorsese loves film more than we've said this before. He loves film more than any other director ever in the world. So it uh, and I that's a fact. But um, anyhow, Scorsese has never done a like true protagonist. They're never he never creates a character that's like you follow the people. And it's I guess it's just because it's like the more interesting somebody is, the more complex they are. But like he's it, all of his characters are pretty like antagonistic oh, okay i see what you're saying really so, unique views because like they, they all clearly it's they're like, all protagonists but none of them are like your typical true... archetype of like what is a quote-unquote you know like you right know, someone you can root for sure, all of his characters main, they're are a main character complicated protagonist is like protagonist means like somebody who is positive on the side of good <laughs> positive who's 
more i mean it doesn't i know it doesn't have to but it's like compared to like antagonist there's nah, somebody yeah. who's like truly like now, that's evil. a good point because i mean that's kind of what made him popular back in the day is like you know he, he had a couple of popular movies with like mean streets and stuff but he really kind of exploded yeah. with like taxi driver because yeah, it's like we, driver's huge and then like raging bull it's like all yeah. of his characters you know are they're complex i guess it's like more more complex but i just thought that was interesting he never really he's never taken on a character who's like who's oh. like and for his Holy movies, God. I mean, I'm not... Has he written really anything? Because obviously he's, like, a fantastic director. And he ta- yeah, he I, chooses his projects. But I'm curious about his early works now. I'm going to have to look it up. Because I only... Uh, yeah, well, I don't... I don't think he's a big... He's a big writer. That's not what he does. He, you know, that's not his uh-uh. thing. But, um, but now I'm, like, curious, he, like, kind of... His writing credits are 18. And he's, <laughs> like... Directing yeah. credits are 70, so... <laughs> he wrote Silence. He that makes sense. Oh, seriously? Dude, Silence is so He's, good. See, okay, here. I remember seeing... He, co- <laughs> he at least co-wrote um, Goodfellas, the screenplay. Okay, cool. And Casino, so... Yeah. But, uh, you know. That's great. That's great. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Helped me streets. Well, and a lot of his stuff are, like, adaptation from... Well, it's good, because... You know... It is. Stuff, it's so. adaptation from other stuff. So, right. before... I'm going to read the synopsis <laughs> yeah. here in a sec... But uh, we'll say my the stem of my problem with this movie and his other movies is that nothing to do with him. He's an amazing... All, the direction is always the best thing about his movies, even when I have problems with him, uh, like I'm going to talk about here in a minute, and our previous <laughs> movies that we covered, like The Departed. Uh, not Goodfellas, though. Goodfellas is perfect. But yeah. <laughs> Goodfellas. Well, dude, and I, I'm... I'm gonna. I'm, fi- I'm fighting for this movie. So, anyways, all right. Go. Usually, go you're the, the negative Nancy. So let's. See. I know. Well, I was so okay. Just go for it. Okay. God damn it! I want ex- I'll explain it. After. So here is my synopsis. I actually did write one today, uh, like a good yes. little boy. I did not read it over. So let's see if it tracks. So <laughs> always, yeah. Uh, so Shutter Island follows Teddy Daniels and his partner Chuck, a couple of federal marshals, as they are sent to the titular island to help in the investigation of a missing woman who mysteriously disappeared from the mental institute for the criminally insane uh staff is understandably on edge as the couple begin their search and it is soon apparent to teddy that all is not what it seems dr cowley one of the administrators and head psychiatrist helps the two where he can but teddy can't help but feel that he himself is under their watchful eye Teddy suffers his own traumas, having liberated a Nazi concentration camp during World War II, and then later the sudden loss of his wife to a fire. As he picks at the edges of the facility, he is plagued with horrible migraines and perhaps even worse, nightmares of his past. Uh, As the missing woman shows back up, Teddy suspects a conspiracy is afoot and confesses he himself... Nope. Oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) Confesses he himself has ulterior motives for coming to the island to avenge his wife's death. Before long, Teddy suspects the facility is run by former Nazi scientists and that they are drugging him in order to make him some sort of mind-control assassin. Uh, Chuck disappears and Teddy flees the facility for the forbidden lighthouse at the edge of the island. It is there that he is confronted by Dr. Cowley, who tells him he's in fact been a patient at Shutter Island for the last two years and that this whole thing is an experimental role-playing treatment designed to get him to face the truth about his violent, guilt-ridden past where he is in fact the one who killed his wife after she in turn killed their children. Chuck is revealed to be to actually be Teddy's other psychiatrist and together 
The two doctors break down the whole thing, saying that if this doesn't work, the board has decided to lobotomize Teddy once and for all, which his name's also not Teddy, but that doesn't really matter. Uh, yeah. Some time passes, and it seems Teddy has relapsed into his paranoid delusions. So the decision to lobotomize him seems final. But before he's taken away, he implies to Chuck that he's faking it so he doesn't have to live with his guilt any longer. Nice. <clears throat> um, I left out a lot of like specific story beats. You want to know why? Because they don't matter at all. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know, that... Dude, a lot of this movie is the equivalent of it was all a dream. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. But I think it just what I'm going to go about at for this is it's not it's there's it's not complicated at all. It's not, so not really. it like it's wild because this is then Scorsese. So I, I you know in fashion I watched uh, some like behind the scenes making of and some doc, some interviews with Scorsese about this film, and he straight up said. He made this film to be watched twice. He said, at a minimum, you have to watch it twice on purpose. And it's done. It's like not that many filmmakers do that and can do it really well. I think I like, think the other big one is like Nolan. Right. Like, and no, and like dude, his more, no, so con, his more conceptual this, movies. Like did this goddamn it, movie? Example. Did this goddamn movie come out? When did Inception come out? Was that 2010? Yeah. Or was that like 2011? Same year. It had to have been, right? It, I'm it pretty exact sure same year. Inception is 2010. It, ha- yeah. it had to have been. Yeah. There's no way, like, Inception. I'm like 90% me, sure. Look, is two, it? Yep, yeah. Yeah, 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 2010. <laughs> so that, okay, because my, just like, just like No Country for Old Men and There Will Be Blood, it's like those, like those two movies are but the exact same. This movie even and makes more sense because it's both Leonardo well, no. DiCaprio. Especially uh-huh. right. when it Leonardo was like er, he and was everywhere. It seemed like he was really everywhere right. at the time. Right. Well, yeah. When he was, yeah, really, like he was in like, I wonder how many movies he was in in 2010 because he was in at least two, and but they're two both big like ones. heavy, heavy psychological, by you know two big house, big household name directors. So anyhow, this movie is where Inception is like confusing, and even it's like confusing, but it yet. You don't need to necessarily watch it twice. It kind of tells you everything you need to know. Weird. You know, I do. That's that's how I feel. And I have the this, exact opposite opinion see, of you on that. See, this is okay. Wild. That's fun. That's nice. I like yeah. coming like this. <laughs> I'm curious to hear what you say. But where to me, I mean, I, I don't know to talk about Inception right now. I probably couldn't really get into huge details because it leaves it ambiguous. But that's kind of the point. And where this movie, you're supposed to be confused all the way until the end, where it like. It is kind of that. It's an exposition dump, but then that last line. I'm not even like. Would you rather die? Yeah, that's great. You know, live like or whatever. Live, yeah, live as a monster or die as a good man. That wraps up like the entire thing. And when you watch this a second time, there's like since you know the answer, you kind of get to watch everybody else's acting and everybody else's intentions. No, it was really good, especially seeing like Mark Ruffalo, like watching him more the second time. To know that, like, he's actually the Dr. Sheehan that they talk about. And right. it's like, you can see it on his face and the way that other patients look at him and stuff like that. It is it is interesting, uh, surely. I, I feel like this movie, I feel the opposite of kind of what you're saying. Because it's like, I feel like Inception, to me, makes a lot more sense. Especially, especially on rewatches. It's like, you get it all the first time, but on rewatches. I feel like this movie 
is like I wouldn't say it's confusing. There's just like a lot of there's like several there's probably like 45 minutes of scenes in this movie that literally are 100% inconsequential that are basically like he's having a paranoid delusion and this actually doesn't tie in anything cuz this this movie it wants to it's three different movies and it's like I respect yeah. that they committed to the one which is the big important that he's actually doing the role play and because that's like all undercurrent through the whole thing but the whole like him coming to the island to like seek revenge him, the like lost woman that does not matter at all um, and then like him finding her in the cave and everything I don't know I feel like because how many times have you seen this Shutter Island this is my this is my second time oh, okay dude I, that's it yeah that's and it's like it's kind of wild because I like watching it this time I'm like oh shit I like remembered yeah a lot of this stuff so it was like nice to know what characters were like what and stuff and it was really fun to watch this with victoria because it was her first time oh i see and so like you know it, but it's one of those where it's like i think a lot of people like when i read uh you know letterbox people would like give this poor reviews because they were like oh i saw it coming and it's predictable and i'm kind of like yeah that was like it, yeah it, i, it, I was get the that point, right? but that was the I you know it makes sense right. like and how it plays out like I don't think it always matters because from the trailers even and from early on you're like yeah obviously yeah. there's gonna be some twist and it's like so yeah. obvious that like he's probably he has mental issues so he's probably a patient or he's imagining it all but like the way that it comes out that it's like oh he's not really imagining all this stuff happening so much as like they're playing this kind of like role play with him it's not like oh, what was real, what wasn't real, which obviously quite a bit of it wasn't real, but um, right. it's just interesting that, like, his paranoia about that just becomes, like, paranoia about something else. But it's like, oh, he's just misinterpreting it. Misinterpreting it, you know what I mean? Um, but but I, I can see where you're coming from because it's like the first time I saw it in theaters, it didn't quite sit well with me, but I really enjoyed because it's like, obviously, there's so many things oh, this movie does awesome. Dude, it's cinematography so is so I, beautiful yeah. dude uh, i was i was score. like <laughs> literally well and dude you know what's sick about the score it's all it's so basic it's all, but it's just so uh, like well, it's, it's no, just so like intense it's, it's basic but it um it's fucking it's all real music found music so there's no score he didn't get like a, a studio produced like oh really you know uh band or whatever it's what are they called orchestras to like come through and make a score to the movie it's all it's all music he found that's like you know period accurate and so i think that's fantastic and he would like they would like edit it together like lay songs on top of each other and stuff to make it like really really kind of chaotic and like you know give it like kind of a dude it like it was this had a lot of horror themes involved that big punchy I, I that big punchy it. like dun, 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 like when they first get yeah. to the island is like oh, so yeah. good that's so good and like that foghorn song yeah. when they're on the boat where it's like sounds like a foghorn but then it like keeps going and it's like through the fog it's like yeah. that's really sick and uh i love that this movie straight up if you put a black and white filter on it you could be like this was this was made in 54 you know <laughs> this is like this is like made in like 60 and yeah you could like be i would like, agree okay, other than like, like the digital I mean, stuff sure there's is, a lot of digital and like, it's, there's, it's there's more a violent of, there's a fair amount of green screen but yeah, well, no, and but that's, but dude, no, no, but it no, adds. even even then, that was like it adds. That's the, the point. Me. It is like I, I think that's period accurate. 
Yeah. Like if you watch old movies, it's like they're they it's like the are standing in on a yeah they're on a like studio lot and it's like and they're projecting, projecting they're on a soundstage. It, yeah. yeah, and it's just they didn't have, like on the, right they didn't have the chroma key in the fifties. Okay, but I I know right all right they were like literally just projecting shot footage yeah. of like the ocean. Yeah. Right, which is like which is so sick. I love I love how like this film has that, but it's done to like you know the sophistication of 2010 Surely. but it also like it could sit in the 60s i also feel like this movie could have came out this year oh totally it still looked stunning it's it looks wild. awesome yeah yeah and it's and it's cool because i'm now that i'm gonna say this and i'm not 100 sure but i'm pretty sure it shot all on film oh no it was let me let me show you real quick specs i thought it was shot on film when i was reading through i could see it going either way I feel like probably a fair amount of it was. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was mixed in some way. Yeah. Oh, um, no, see, yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's just shot. It's all 35 and 65. Nice. So, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. That's why, because I, I, remember, I remember watching the credits, and it was all like, it was all like, you know, Kodak and Panavision and stuff going through. 2010 was like, oh, okay. wasn't quite, that was like right when it got real good. Yeah. Um. But it yeah, looked, dude, I don't know. This just this, uh, this movie looked beautiful, and I, I don't know. I thought I thought like the story was just it was tight enough for me that like you know I don't know I I wasn't wanting more, but I'm I feel like you kind of were. I was wanting less. I'm, wanting less. I want okay. I want less. This movie. So first. Oh, because you were saying yeah, it's like three movies. Yeah, first time. Which I, I think they blended well. God, I know. I fucking. There's so much of this that I'm just like, why is this here? Um, but I I know why now that it's like it's adapted from a book and it all makes sense because it's like they decided to like they basically just decided to film his delusions even when they didn't have really any bearing on the story other than essentially to be red herrings. Uh, yeah. sp- the most specific yeah, thing that comes to mind for me, like there's a lot of stuff that he thinks they're doing, but the most specific scene that comes to mind that is totally useless is uh, the scene where that he's in the cave with these other solo- so-called lost psychiatrist. Right. And she's just basically like explaining the whole theory to him. And it's like, obviously that's now I know on this, this is my third watch. And so yeah. now I know obviously that it's just like, that's not real. That's him. Like basically telling himself like this is the, the all the conspiracy on the island you know uh, that's part of his delusion which is which is fine that they got into that and everything like that but it's just like there's so much that they just didn't need to do it's just like overly convoluted for the point of being overly convoluted like they're oh, like oh see- Andrew Latis is actually you it's an anagram like look yeah. we like and I'm like I- this whole fucking movie is trying to be like that like it th- I feel like it feels like it's smarter than it is. But I feel like it probably works really well in a book because I didn't know this was a book until after yeah. I finished. Until this time, Same. I was like, "Oh, okay." It was adapted right. from a I, book, which makes sense because yeah. this flows because, like a book. But otherwise, I'm like, "This screenplay—they should have just like picked a road." Yeah, yeah. The so Dennis Dennis Lehan or whatever yeah. Lehan. He uh, and I actually want to read the book because I imagine right. I, I feel like well, other than the beautiful visuals and acting, this would work great on the page. Right, great on the page, and he. It uh, it has all the same all the same cues like you know when Mark Ruffalo fuddles with the gun and just gives it away you know that's the same that's the same like puzzle piece the first puzzle piece in the book so like the the novelist he he was on set and he'd helped a lot with the screenplay 
And so, like, in the interview with him, he was like, he was like, it captured, it captured exactly what he wanted. And, you know, he like, in the book, he's like, he wrote the most unreliable narrator he could, he could muster. Yeah. And I think that, I think it, I think it shows, it shows wonderfully. Well, that tracks. And I think maybe just, I think the thing I love is like, I love the theming of like, how, you know, the atomic bomb and like, the atrocities of war and everything that happened and it's like and then how he like compartmentalizes that trauma i think it i think it just it's it's like done so well that i love it i don't know i uh but the one thing i do not like is the fact that they they kept saying that like he was the most dangerous person there but yet his backstory he just shot his wife and i'm like that is I guess like he's like the, attacked. That's like one of the simplest things, like yeah. firing a gun. But I get. I think it's him being violent to other patients. Yeah, because he like in the hospital. He that's a big part of it. Jackie Early Haley's character. Sure. Right. Yeah. Which, which yeah. he was everywhere and, uh, around that time period. I remember he was too. Yeah, I'm like Watchmen and stuff. But uh-huh. um, and he's a good dude. He's a he's a, a gosh a GD good actor, man. Have you ever yeah. seen? Uh, I think Little Children. He's like a pedophile in it, but it is it's no. a, it's an intense oh, I movie. Can, I can see that, <laughs> but he uh, he crushes it, and uh, P- Patrick yeah. uh, Wilson's in it too. Anyway, uh, okay. that's a pretty good movie. I would recommend it. But uh, I don't know this. Uh, so it's like first time I saw it, I remember being like, "Okay, I saw the twist coming," but like, did I get it all? Like, okay, cool. Like it felt wrapped up. Like I was like, "Oh, cool," you know, because then it all clicked. And then the second time I saw it, I probably enjoyed it a lot more. That was my best viewing, I think. Second time okay. I saw it. I knew that, the twist. That's, so all that's straight up. Yeah. Yeah. So How all you're the, supposed to watch this. Yeah, all the blocks that fit the set that didn't quite fit the first time that, you know, made sense on the revelation of the twist. Suddenly like, oh, like all the Mark Ruffalo, like him with the gun and like several scenes like that. People act in certain ways around him and him acting, you know, whatever. Um yeah. kind of you know what's going on. It gives it another layer to it. But then I, I, something still felt off to me. I don't know what it was until this time watching it. I was like, there's definitely seems like a weird jumble, like a disconnect. And I feel like it's because this movie really doesn't, like, it obviously doesn't follow, like, your traditional. And I think that's what throws it off. It's like it is not paced like a film. And I feel like it suffers for it because it's paced like a book. It's paced like a book and it has the details of a book that I feel like don't really belong. Because this time, this third time watching it, I was really loving because that's what that's what I had a hard time. I still gave this movie 3.5 on Letterboxd is my rating, but it's because so many of the things are five stars for me. Like, yeah, okay. I'm like, this movie is so well directed. It's so well. Uh, but I think the screenplay, like, they didn't adapt. They just, like, filmed the book, I'm assuming. I haven't read the book, but it felt that way. Because it didn't flow, I feel like, as well as it could have. Mm. And so the third time watching it, again, I didn't know it was a book. So I was like, man, this screenwriter should have really, like, picked a lane and kind of, like, focused on one angle or another. Because there's a lot of, like, word salad being thrown around. And, like, just names of characters that are totally don't matter. That they're, like, they'll fixate <laughs> that, I can't, on a yeah, character. I, I, get, I get what you mean. Yeah, I can see that. It's just like it ends up that like it ends up being like a lot of the dialogue and a lot of the scenes are essentially red herrings to be like, is he crazy? Is he not? Is there a conspiracy? And then it's like, nope, 
there's not there is a conspiracy, but it's not the conspiracy he thinks it is. And so it's like, right. but there's so many scenes about his conspiracy that end up being totally moot. So it's like now on this third rewatch, I'm like, you know, I understand that's faithful to the book, and it does tie in. They're not like pointless, you know. It just no, it works. I, it works better I, as I like an see. internal, like for a film. I feel like it just doesn't work as much, and it kind of gums the works up for me. You know what I mean? Um, because I don't think it's badly. I don't think it's poorly paced necessarily. I just think it's like. I, don't I, know. I see what you mean. It could have been no. I we were watching it. And I'm like, it. I never. I never checked the clock but i definitely like when when we were getting to the end after like after he goes to the he's he's heading to the lighthouse i was kind of like oh we're we're like we're at this point now where we probably could have been here like yeah 30 minutes earlier there's there are definitely some scenes that could be you know cut or trimmed and i think scorsese just that's just kind of his style he always he'll just take the best take and if it's if it seems kind of bloated, you know, that's a come in my, uh, in my review, I said, it's like, it's, you know, I equated it to my handwriting where I, I can write an individual letter and it looks really nice. But when I write a sentence, it's, it's all like crooked and messed up. Yeah. That's kind of how he does. It's like, he'll, he just shoots a good, he shoots a good scene. And so he'll, it'll be, it can be chunky. It can be healthy. And it can it's, be it's whatever always you want. entertaining. Work. It's always. always entertaining. And that's what I'm saying. I feel like this movie right is perfect for two watches and two watches only. Because okay. after... That's cool. After yeah. more... I mean, that's just me personally. You, you feel bloated. But, like but it's not even... It's just like, a lot of the time I'm like, I don't know, this should have stayed on the page. Like, they should have, like, adapted yeah. for the screenplay, I feel like, a little bit better. Uh, and I understand, you know, who am I to say? I'm just some fucking butthole sitting in his... Sitting <laughs> in his room here just I, talking about... Yeah, but... but yeah, yeah, we've seen it. We've seen a few movies. I understand so like, that Scorsese, because it's like... I don't know. Like, uh, I feel like a similar problem happened slightly in The Departed, which was another movie we covered. It is because it's like apparently he tried to add shit from the sequels. You know what I mean? Into the original. oh, that's that's right. Like yeah. some plot lines and like the romantic angle and stuff like that. It's just yeah. like some stuff. Some stuff doesn't have to be in the movie. You know what I mean? It's I think, like at the end I of the day, a part that a part that I would cut from this movie. And it's it's the part that kind of frustrates me the most because I think that I think on the second watch and you know spoiler alert <laughs> this whole movie is like completely <laughs> we're talking about like twists the whole time like I love it yeah I love I love doing that but uh, the whole the whole like the whole um, hospital is is behind this they're they're orchestrating this whole this whole like whatever role play um, f- you know for Teddy and the one part where I'm like. It's because everything else can be controlled physically. You can control the, you know, you have guards watching the other patients that are interacting with him. You have, you know, everything else. If he goes through, like, if he's having a delusion or a nightmare, you know, whatever, whatever's happening, there's typically somebody there to supervise. It's planned and it, it's all controlled and makes sense. But the scene when they're out in the storm and like the branches are falling and they go into the mausoleum in the in the cemetery and it's like mother nature is like doing this but then that almost seems orchestrated kind of bothered me a little bit like that scene it was like i don't know i just feel like mark ruffalo's character should have been like more freaked out because now he's alone without anybody else to supervise him unless you like 
I mean, unless that like guard was just behind, you know, just waiting for him the I whole think time. Mark they, had, Ruffalo, they had too much time. He was he was well, too trusting. I think he's, he's like, too trusting. He's, maybe yeah. He believed that like he was dangerous, could, but he wasn't well, going to be dangerous towards him. It is it is and, cool and, that they talk about that. They tried this like nine months ago, and then he or whatever like you know they tried it a few few months ago, and he regressed. Yeah. You know, and now they like yeah they're they're doing this. This is like the one last time, and so it's kind of cool. Like Ben's Kingley's like he is, he's truly like. You know, there, there's just so many things. I really want to. I really want to read I the book because I but. feel like this would work really well on, in a book. I would be missing out on the other stuff, like I said. But like, right? But I think there's there's like the well, the hokey, like uh, oh the lighthouse, like oh that's nothing. Don't worry about it. That'll come back in the third <laughs> act. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, yeah, yeah, right. There's just like a lot of stuff like that, and it's like I I despised the whole like escaped i feel like they i wish they would have had a different way i feel like this would have solved a lot of problems for me but my least favorite bits is all the stuff to do with like the whole reason they're there is the missing rachel Solando or whatever and how she's missing and it's like because it starts off like relatively like oh it's an actual legit mystery and there's a conspiracy and they're like the fact that they use that as a way to bring him in and then it's just like did she actually kill her children but it doesn't really matter because she ends up being totally inconsequential and then it's like he imagines seeing her in the cave the real Rachel Solando or whatever hiding out in the caves fucking eating rat, like rats and shit what, I think that's what gives it the I think that's what gives it like a deeper layer and so maybe on the third watch it but, will be kind of but like pointless, you don't but. it's hard to see where so like you look at the psychiatrist you looked at uh you know ben kingsley character you look at what's his other the, the fucking other german psychiatrist and like R- mark ruffalo you look at them and you say okay these guys are the orchestrators of this entire narrative right what is their purpose well, and here? That, like what the, the german the german guy i feel like uh, he i think he was Allowing it to happen, he was. He very, wasn't so clearly. It was clearly obviously was, the fact that he wasn't he there in the climax goes to show you his, uh, you know, and he's the one where the cracks show the most, and then uh, the guard, the or not the guard, right. but like the the warden, right? The warden, yeah. Well, the warden, and then even even like, you know, the other guard, and all the guards seem kind of. Well, they they have when you watch them the second time they seem very. I've, I've spurred a, like intense, I've but. said all the things I don't like about this. I, yeah. I do think that that a lot of it becomes at the end of the day, a lot of those scenes for me are like meh and don't really serve the purpose as well as they think they do. But well, I think I think, I think everything works. else in this movie is so good that that's yeah. why I'm frustrated. Is because it's like you know me I like. If, if if a movie's built on a shitty foundation of a screenplay, everything else can be fucking beautiful, but the screenplay yeah. is still going to hold the movie back. And I don't think this is a shitty screenplay by any means. I still think it's pretty... It's above average, for sure. Um, and I, I don't really have any qualms with it, other than being it's like it should have been written more for the medium. But um, at the end of the day, this movie does so much well... That it's like I'm I'm willing to look past that and enjoy myself. I just like every now and again, every time I get swept up in the movie, like I get really swept up in it. Like yeah. I really like the flashbacks. I really like his time Dude, in World War so Two. Oh, I, like, I kind of forgot. Like when they do the flashback, I'm like, oh my god! Like I can't remember. You know when he was dead. I'm like, oh the concentration camps. Yeah. And then I was like, oh for me, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Like the whole every once in a while, I kept being like, oh fuck, that happened. And then later on in the movie, it ties together yeah. like, so what's happening now is him like his his delusion his compartmentalizing 
that like he's creating that narrative and that's how come i think that the the missing the the woman who's missing on the island who killed who her she has the horrendous backstory of killing her children it's like he puts that on somebody else who would have to be in this mental institution because it's that is such a heinous crime right he's like how you know he just it can't be something sure. that's in his past and so he, you know Matt, sure. i think that's done so well yeah right but yeah, I, why not but i know but i know what you mean it does when i was watching this i literally said the same exact thing i said oh this is three different movies but i like how they're woven together and i do you know it, at the, like, at the end know, of the day that scorsese is like fine. pretty much you know like i get one it. of the only people that i think could really make this oh even for he sure. can take like he can take like a three a, a three-star script and for me I, I gave this four stars and i feel like he maybe even more talking he about it i was thinking it's great See, he can 100% elevate anything he pretty much touches. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like anything. Yeah, he can take a three-star script and make it like a, a, a much better yeah. better film all around. It's because he's an excellent director. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but no, it's still, this movie's a lot of fun. And it's like every time I get swept up, I get swept up in a scene. I just found myself frustrated. Now I give it a little bit more slack knowing it's from a book. Because this when I watched it the other yeah. night, I was like, why? Like, I was just questioning the choices. I was like, why? Yeah. Why would they do this? And, like, it just, like, it doesn't make any sense to me to why they would go this route. Especially while I know how it all shakes out. I'm like, they spent, like, ten minutes on this. And it ends up being totally, like, it was in his mind. I, uh-huh. that, that was his conspiracy. It's like, we didn't need all that necessarily. Sure, yeah. though. Uh, but, like, it's like six months ago, I, for some reason I was watching something, and... I was like, fuck, what was that movie where that, um, that like, uh, like SS officer tried to kill himself and is laying on the floor bleeding with all the pages flying everywhere. I was trying to remember what movie it was for like days. And then, so when we were watching <laughs> it the other night, this, it came up. I was like, oh, it's this one. Oh, it's Shutter Island. Cause, Cause that is, dude, I totally, <laughs> it, it's like, that is such a beautiful dude. All the. All the like quick smash cuts of like oh, the scenes where it's just like it's at the beginning and he's like having like a flashback and it's cool because it's like a real flashback that he's having but he's like playing a different character so he thinks it's like a weird dream or like a migraine. It's like it's just so great that that nuance is good and dude, I mean, it like I don't know, dude. Leonardo DiCaprio, love him or hate him, he can he can he can act really well and when especially especially when he's with Scorsese. I know. Well, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny you mention that because I 100% agree. Uh, and then obviously this is like he's always uh, Leonardo. Ca- I'll see anything he's in. He's always crushing it. But right. It's it's funny you mention that because Mary she had seen this movie before too and she watched it with me the other night and she was like, "Wow, his acting's kind of bad right now." In a couple scenes. <laughs> oh no! Uh, and Victoria kind of said the same thing. Where she's I, like, she's like, is he going to be squinting the whole time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I kept being like, he's got a sour tummy. Because <laughs> he's like, he doesn't feel good. Well, it's literally when, uh, it's literally the part when she's like, it's a mental institute. And he's like, yeah, for the criminally insane. <laughs> and he like takes yeah. a big drag off his cigarette. Yeah. And, uh, and she's like, no, no, it's too much. And I'm like, well, if you don't remember, it's like, he's he's playing a character he's in his mind. So he's like, he's going right. so overboard. So... Leonardo like Caprio is playing a him, mentally ill guy and, pretending and to be... A, to pre- yeah. <laughs> And and yeah, to pretending to be like a hard gruff cop that doesn't know go, he's not a hard gruff. See the convolution. When you go it's to just the, so many, yeah. But I think, but I think it's done well, dude. I think it's really plain to it's, see. In, when in you anyone watch it else, time. in anyone, hundred percent. 
in any way. Right. And then the third time, I feel like there's a lot of details. I'm like, nah, I just probably didn't need that. But yeah. in anyone else's hands, this movie would have been a fucking catastrophe. <laughs> I, I feel like it too. Yeah. But no, I really he do. pulled he really pulled it together. Like, um, and it's I like it because it's like one of his darker movies, and I I wish he'd do that. Yeah. Like, not only is it darker in tone, like it borders on horror sometimes. That's what I was saying, though, dude. There's yeah. so many, especially with the music, horror. like you said, yeah. and and the editing. Like when oh, he edited, sure. oh, there are so many scenes that are like building to this like just well even the even like the scenes of his memories of like his wife especially that first big memory you get of her the dream of uh his wife and like all the ashes falling everywhere smoldering dude it's so So it's so bright and vibrant but it's still got this like sickly poisonous like it's it's toxic in his mind to him you know and it is that compartmentalization you're talking about uh, which I think all that stuff is done so good, especially the, the the quick. I love it in movies when they do that if they do it right. Is like the yeah. quick cuts to show what an like what a person's thinking or someone will See, say a word and then there'll be like a quick association of like dead Nazi. You know what I mean? And that's just like yeah, <laughs> like real right. quick. Uh, so good, it's so good. But I uh, I wish he'd do more movies like this though, because yeah, it, I mean, like, Cape Fear. It, Cape Fear would be. Would be the other one that I'm like. But that's basically, still pretty. Like I don't know. This movie's right. got Gifford like a high as, contrast yeah. look to it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Just also, look. well, I mean, like, yeah, it's dark. It's a very dark movie. Cape Fear probably is the closest, but that's yeah. definitely got his like classical look. I mean, his '90s style. I feel like in the early 2000s, he was kind of getting a little wacky with like the way things looked. Like he was kind of like it still looked very Scorsese, but it wasn't like you know in the '90s it was like everything was like this tra- big giant tracking shot and like well and it, and everything he did in the 90s felt like the 70s mm-hmm. and then everything he did in the 70s felt like the 2000s yeah 100% elevated it's a good way to play now, it actually yeah right because yeah. it's like everything he did in the 70s you're like this movie this movie fits really well today he's so above he's a, like, way yeah. ahead of his time you know yeah uh yeah. and then now it's like god he throw he throws it back but uh I don't know, like, cause even the only movie I really want since we've been kind of watching more Scorsese movies, he's so good. He's so good. What, what do you, what is your favorite Scorsese movie? Do you think? (laughs) I don't know, dude. I'm like, I'm looking at him right this second, and I like, it's okay. If I want to be, I want to be like, um, it's not silence. I know you're gonna say it, but it's not. I know it's not silence. But if I wanted to be like, if I wanted to be like, yeah, on the fringe. Oh my god, dude! I don't know. It's it's kind of it's kind of impossible to pick my favorite like i think i really it's so it's i don't know man i don't i don't have a like goodfellas and cape fear those are probably like his strongest ones and i haven't even seen all of his movies so no, it's I, haven't, like, I haven't seen all of that's them a like i've always wanted to see I, passion of the christ i or feel not passion, or, uh, i feel bad ripping on some of his, his movies because i do think he is like one of the greatest directors of all time but it's yeah. like that's the thing. It's like with Shutter Island, I still I don't want to make it seem like I hated Shutter Island. I really liked it, and I uh, I think at the end of the day I was just frustrated by it slightly because of how much I loved so many other elements that I'm like I loved them. Um, five star, many elements of this movie are five star. So like some things just kind of yeah. pissed me off, but uh, I felt the same way about The Departed. You know what I mean? It's like uh, same kind of deal. Because yeah. I still think his directing is the best thing about it, you know. Aviator is awesome. Uh, Gangs of New York, which I haven't seen. God, there's so many movies I haven't so, seen in a long time either. Right, in a long time. No, but it, dude, I don't know. I know it's, I know it, like, 
to be, you know, Wolf hashtag Wall cringe. Street was mine for I a think, minute. <laughs> I think I think Silence, dude. Just when I when I think back, like it's not a movie that I'd want to watch every week. You know, like there are other like I would like watch Taxi Driver. Like I'd go see Taxi yeah. Driver. I'd see Silence in theaters again too. But it's like oh, when yeah. Taxi. I've seen Taxi Driver sure. at the at the Tower before when it did like a midnight show. I've only so seen it's Taxi just like, Driver once. Yeah. I need to. I want to oh, see it again. Dude. I put it on one of the lists it, a while back and it didn't win. Yeah, well, it's it's because it's like it's not. It's it's a strong movie. It's great, but it is kind of it's kind of slow and it's like you know I don't know you know movie watching his madness is great. But I think Raging Bull, I've only seen that once, and I, I loved it. Yeah. I dude. Same. I've only seen it what's, once, what's and I your really favorite? What's your favorite one? Um, I do think, I mean, like, Goodfellas is his, I think, his probably his masterpiece. That's, right. Um, Cape Fear might be. Cape Fear favorite. is so fucking scary. That's probably <laughs> yeah. my favorite Robert De Niro performance, and that movie is just oh, terrifying. Oh, dude, Robert De Niro is He's Beautiful. so fucking scary in that movie. He's so good. But I love him in Raging Bull, too. Like, I love what he just becomes. He just wants to be the fat comedian. It's Robert, so funny. When I was, so when I was four, when, yeah, when I was 14, <laughs> Robert De Niro was my favorite actor. And it's largely yeah. to do that, with a lot of the old Scorsese movies when I started to like. Because I watched, right. like, you know, I watched Goodfellas. I watched uh, Raging Bull, Taxi Driver, and, like, um, uh, Deer Hunter, which is not Scorsese, but I watched all those movies like in a sure, close time right. span, and I was like, "This man can do no wrong," which is probably yeah. still true. I mean, he crushes it. I love Robert De Niro, but uh, have you seen? Did you ever see The Irishman? No, I haven't seen that yet. You should. I, I know it's yeah. I mean, I I haven't seen it because I, want, I don't I want, want to. I just haven't seen it because the the timestamp yeah, on it, and I'm like, I want to rewatch it, but I don't like have it. the commitment of almost four uh, hours. You know. Uh huh. That's yeah, and that's but that's the thing. So Victoria was like, there was like. Can we just can we want watch Scorsese anymore? He he can't make a short movie. <laughs> I'm like, no. I know because you can't tell a good story in ninety minutes. It's hard. <laughs> it is hard. It's possible. So so it's possible. try this. So my the movie the Martin Scorsese movie that I want to rewatch the most and I think it's his most underrated by far and is only an hour and thirty seven minutes is After Hours, dude. I, no, I don't think I've seen it. After period. Hours is fucking awesome. It's a 24-hour, like, comedy at night. Like, it's just like this guy gets pulled up in all these crazy shenanigans over the course of one night. It's like a kind of a comedy. Uh, it's awesome. <laughs> it's like eight, 1987. It's like when he was... Because nice. he'd only made a couple, like, comedies, you know? He did, like, King right, Comedy, yeah, which yeah. is barely a comedy either, but... No, right, right. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure After Hours is probably less of a comedy than you than you no, remember. It's not. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty I, funny, but it's yeah. uh, it's not as it's nowhere near as dark as other movies. Like it's fun. It's having fun for sure. Dude, Fuck, I mean, you haven't seen After. Hugo. No, you I haven't seen Hugo, Hugo, and that that bothers me, man. You need to see it if you like film at all. Because I I'm thinking about Hugo. Hugo's like a Hugo's like a fun Pablo. It's, it's, his, it's his kids movie. It's yeah, his, Pablo tells me to watch yeah. it all the time. I I really want to watch it, dude. Um, watch it with I swear to God, it's PG thirteen. No, it's PG, dude. Yeah, no, it's I PG. know it's PG. I know it's PG. It's a kids movie. Oh but my god, my you kid is not quite old enough to sit and enjoy it. So I want no, she sit, wouldn't understand. I want to <laughs> sit like, and enjoy it, but uh, yeah. So uh, there's a lot of movies I want to sit and enjoy though. So. <laughs> There's too many movies, so too little time, my friend. That's why it's I like. Know. That's why we made the fucking film club in the first place to rewatch these fucking movies and watch movies we've never seen by people we want to see. So, well, that's why well, I was gonna suggest doing a Scorsese month, but now I feel like we've given them too much. 
He's yeah, he's had his time in the sun for sure, and I guarantee you, we will watch another one of his movies. Well, it's because he next he's year. so influential and spans so many things, and he's getting old yeah. now, so I'm like scared. I know, yeah, it is scary. So uh, I want him to live forever. Anyway, uh, let me see if I, I got mean, a Reddit or two. Any Reddits? God, dude, Scrooge says he's so fucking cool, man. There's like big old glasses, and he's I when he talks about no his eyebrows. Like, <laughs> I used to. He's like he's like I'm the in my neighborhood in um, New York, we. Well, there was only one TV. The whole apartment complex was only one TV. And you'd get there, and everyone would sit. You'd take your turn, and you'd sit in front of it. And it was, it was as big as a cell phone. That's all the screen was. And everyone watched it. You just watched all the old movies, and you watched them go by. Ah, and you watched him edit it, and I'm just like, yeah. And he's like, he's like, and then I would, I'd go back and I'd sell poppy seed rolls on the street so I could get a nickel and go watch a movie. <laughs> go watch one of the Nickelodeons. One, of the, go one of the moving. Go watch pictures. a mo- yeah, one of the moving pictures. pictures. Uh, go watch a motion picture. And they wouldn't let me in, but I was real good friends with the concession stand. So. There are no Reddit comments. So uh, thank you oh, no. for everyone that no voted on the no movie and didn't fucking watch it. We could have watched Sicario. We get like hundreds of people. <laughs> we get hundreds of people to vote, and then it's like no one comments. Well, you know what? That's okay. We have we have one comment from the only person that matters. The only one. <laughs> our number one fan. Yeah. Um, you got it, Travis. I can give you a little money. You want, I got minute. it ready if you want it, or you want to do the money minute first. Wait, did you say you have a Reddit? No, I got his voicemail ready. Oh, oh, you have you have his ready. I do. Well, here, let me. It's it's better when I do freaking. Give me the well, money. Now I'm all over the place. Give me the just, money. <laughs> just a minute. Give me the money. <laughs> Show me the money. I bet you're us- you're usually a lot uh, slower. I know than I am. So <laughs> I like. I can tell you. I can tell it's you because I'm like 85 percent sober. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's real rare. Yeah, I usually get you when you're you're down and out. You're like, oh, only uh, undivided attention. Yeah. Uh, so it was eighty million for the budge, and then it grossed almost three hundred million. It's like two hundred ninety-four. It did well. I, I remember it so, being because it's yeah. We don't get very many like prestige style because I at the end they have because it's like it's a prestige style big talent. Like dark, gritty psychological drama thriller. You know what I mean? Like we don't get any big psychological thrillers anymore. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's just off the top. Of I my guess head. I'm sure. I'm sure Nolan. Some. Nolan tries. And he still brings them, but he doesn't bring dark. He doesn't, he doesn't make anything gritty. It's not that grimy. I mean, no. I like Nolan. I mean, I love Tenet. Fuck everyone else. Yeah. But I, I know. Yeah, I still haven't seen it, which I. I'm sure I'll like it. I, I saw him, like, saw, like, a little video essay where he was exp- giving the breakdown of how he creates his timelines. And I'm just like, he is, I dude, give him, like, credit for his, his, movies, his creativity. His movies are his, not nearly as complicated as people make them out to be, though. No, no. It's no, like, no. even Tenet I got the first time around for the most part. And then I watched it again and was like, okay, this makes more sense, but it's not as fun. Like, the first time I had a lot more uh, fun. Well, it's because I, I saw fun. shit on IMAX, and so I was like... Oh yeah, my, my, I just uh, I just yeah. bumped my mic pretty good there, so uh, um, everybody can listen to that. Anyway, three hundred million. Let's That's hear great. from Travis. That's great. Yeah, they, they did great. It's Scorsese. I don't know. He's, it's not like that guy's. He doesn't. I don't think he's ever well, made a flaw. Well, well, that's the thing. It's like anyone under twenty now is probably like, oh, isn't he that guy that said that Marvel movies are fucking roller coasters or whatever? Fuck Scorsese. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, has he ever even made a movie? Uh, is he? Is that the guy making the new Spider-Man movie? What's up? Anyway. Yeah. Oh, dude, that'd be sick if he did a Marvel movie. Can you imagine? No, dude, it would shatter. <laughs> it would, just, it would, it would shatter my talking. world to live. Though it would just be. It would just be talking. There'd be like no. They'd be like. They'd be like. 
Should we have some action? And it'd just be like no, all it, of them. It would build to one quick, <laughs> like a like a sixty yeah. second action scene, and then be over. Because he's yeah. he can do action, but it's like he punctuates sure. the violence. It doesn't numb you with it. Yeah. But it would be the best no. Marvel movie ever made. So. Dude, this has such a good ending line. Anyways, go. <laughs> let's the listen the ending is uh, so, top and that's notch. Not, that's spoilers. That's not in the book, so I just ruined the book for you. Right. He literally no, he literally no, ends the book that. by saying by saying. And then he, and then they took him and gave him a lobotomy, <laughs> like or something. You know, it was like straight up, just like not that. It wasn't that creative. <laughs> it's like, built yeah, up. I heard that it's like he actually just regressed and wasn't like it's uh, way more impactful for him to do that decision in the yeah. movie. Yeah, uh, and okay. even the expedition, and little, even the exposition dump, which there are quite a few in this movie, I think right. work really well. So, they work really, dude. No, I really was surprisingly like, I was like, like, like engaging. The scene, <laughs> it's because every time, every time an exposition dump would come you would get a really surreal, you know, scene afterwards. And so you'd kind of be like, oh, that was an exposition dump. Oh, my God. It's like, it's just like <laughs> the most beautiful, like, pastels and, like, a line of German Nazis get killed. It's, like, fucking brutal. Yeah, yeah was, that's, that's so fun. good. That's such a good shot, yeah. too, the tracking shot. Oh, with my all God, the, that's so good. Them just executing he, those guys. <laughs> his digital blood, I, like, dude, I give, he says he gets a pass. He can use digital all day. He, he can use it as much as he wants. Because he, he makes good movies. So. He can use it. I, I know, yeah, you uh, you have some hard feelings about Digital Blood, I seem to recall. I, I hate it. I, I, usually, <laughs> I usually do, too, and it, except for a select few. Fincher also yeah. is allowed to do Digital Blood. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, anyway, uh, here's Travis's voicemail. Hey, guys. Before I get into Shutter Island, I wanted to comment on last week's episode for Panic Room. It was nice to finally hear you two disagree on a movie. Although you weren't polar opposites, it was reassuring nonetheless to know that you're not some long-lost brothers that always think the same or something weird like that. <laughs> All right. Shutter Island was an amazing movie in that it gave us a compelling story with beautiful imagery and great acting. Even the actors with small roles did an excellent job. I also liked how the warden was crazier than the inmates. This is a movie that I'd recommend to anyone who hasn't seen it, and everyone that I talked to recently about it loved it. Now, because this movie is so good... What would you guys think of seeing this turned into a miniseries where other patients' lives were explored, all taking place in the Shutter Island universe? Or would you see that as a cash grab? Thanks. Thanks, oh, thanks I, Travis. Thank you, Travis. That's yes. funny because we're, we're disagreeing on this episode, too. <laughs> I, I know we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, are I mean, are it's we like, long-lost brothers? Could be. I know, dude. Yeah, we might be, man. I've never I've never seen your blood before. I don't know. I don't know I've I, never seen the... probably seen your blood. Your, your DNA? No, I meant like yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> Your blood on paper. Well, I know my blood type, and you don't know yours. So, oh I my probably... god, no one, no one knows their blood type. Go to Reddit and, and comment if you know your own blood type. Everyone knows right now without looking type. for it. Okay, uh, Travis, anyway. I actually usually I on this podcast have historically said certain things I wish were a miniseries because there's so much meat in them, and it'd be great to have a miniseries. I've I've said it on a few different movies. And I don't know if that would work for this. I that it's like. I mean, I think I think, done right, you could get a good you can get a good miniseries, out of this, with like kind of maybe Ben Kinsley's character, kind of being, the main, focus and his like his it would be like it would be cool to see, his practice from when he was, you know, first introduced to to Shutter Island and this like facility and how he's like cultivated what he wants to do and like it would be neat to see his different experiments with other patients because everything he does in this it comes from like 
rehabilitation instead of just, you know, housing or, you know, like instead of just trying to zombify them, yeah. <laughs> as he says, you know, yeah. it's not just to treat it's not, or what he, he even says that like a, a quote where he's like, he's here to like, he's not here to just like pacify. Or yeah. Whatever. They're like, what do you do? And he's or, like, believe it or not, I have the <sighs> opinion that if we sit down, treat a man with respect and talk to him, you might be able to help him that way. It's right. not all about like, you know, uh, fucking him a pill or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, it's funny cause it's like, I was thinking that it would make an okay miniseries, but like, I wouldn't really care necessarily about showing the lives of other patients. I think that this story could be fleshed out to six hours. Oh, to six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I like, I think you're like more detailed, yeah. more out, like more kind of twisted turns. I would like to see more interaction with the other inmate or the other patients, not inmates. Sorry. Yeah. As oh, they yeah, yeah. say, um, I would like to see more interaction with them because all the scenes where they were interacting with them, I thought were really well, interesting and short lived. It would be fun. It would be fun too to get the, um, like Travis said, each character is could have like essentially an episode, like a forty five minute episode, because like when he when he creates that well, like we got the, that, la- the lattice, right? With yeah, uh, gets, no, I'm even thinking like I'm even thinking like the the fucking the nurses that work there and the orderlies and everything yeah i think like they could have they could have like larger flushed out pieces it'd be fun to see their relationships with each other and the, the patients and stuff like the that. closest thing to that that already right. exists in my mind is uh the second season of american horror story oh Asi- right. the asylum the asylum one yeah where yeah. it's like that one's kind of obviously not a relation other than it's a mini like it because essentially is a mini series yeah. Since it's one yeah. season, is like anthology yeah. or whatever. But uh, which the second season is so good. Everything else is kind of butt, but whatever. I know, uh, right? Well, the, the, yeah, there's yeah, we could. They we could go got its moments. That the second be, season that could be a bonus. Is, we could just go through. The second season is prime fucking um, asylum. A, a, yeah, institute type kind setting of. situation. Yeah, right. Kind of taps all the things, but um, I don't know, dude. This this would be really like. It'd be really cool to go into some of the characters that you only, you know, but, and it's, it's kind of fun that it's like from the perspective of like of a patient creating the characters. And then it's like, but it's kind of cool. Cause they, some people do exist as like characters he's talked about before with his therapist. So then they don't physically See, exist. So he creates I them know, as I like was, a figment. I, was, and I love that. Yeah. I was going to say like the interactions with, the other patients are some of the best, but it's just like, that just, it brings me to more of my frustrations. Like yeah. he has those like interviews with the one guy who like stabs that lady in the face. Um, dude, he, oh, I need to post that. He's, he's using the wood pencil and yeah. he's like, dude, oh, that was me. Oh, that was you. That, <laughs> that was, was you. No, literally I was watching the whole it. Time. I was like, Fuck during, this. during that like, scene, during that scene, I was like laughing. Cause I was like, I was like trying to like figure out, I was like, Oh, should I like, Record this and put it on like Instagram or something. Oh, I feel like I hated this it. is Levi. I hated it so much. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Uh, yeah. Those of you who don't know, I, I fucking hate wooden pencils it, and they do a weird a wood, thing to yeah. me. So even a, an aversion to wooden pencils. I, I do. Dude, that's we need to do a mini series on that, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's like the fact that like the one lady uh, who is really interesting killed her husband with the axe and all that and all uh-huh. that. But right. then she like takes his notepad and just writes "run" in it. Yeah, and and it's just like it's this such this weird like ominous thing, and it's just like I don't know. But no, it's but just it, it it's, seems like so like oh look, it's such a thing. There's something going on here, and it's just like 
hey. Well, I feel like you're a patient. If you <laughs> if you look at that scene, it is really cool that like there are you know th- this was from a video essay, but there are like there are guards you know behind behind Teddy and and behind that woman you know but there's not guards against right behind Mark Ruffalo right because he's like he's he works there and he's part of it yeah but then it is it is interesting when she like they all know that she took the notepad like he saw it it's like where Teddy's so focused on that he thinks it's like a secret transaction yeah but he's a it's probably happened before because this is like the second time they've tried this and uh b he just can see it he's not very far away and it's like but the run it's like she I think that that the woman is like genuinely like I know who you are you're another patient here we've pro- they've probably interacted before she's kind of like you need to you need to run you need to figure out a way to get yourself off this island while you're still in this state to see if they'll let you go somehow but is you it, know? But is it like know. is that then, an element is she in on it is she not in on it if so like to what point do they choose which well, I think, I think it's her, her best intentions yeah, that I know that part. That part's yeah. See, there's there are like sure. There, I think that's gonna come up in the book though too. Right, is like logistic. I'm, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look like, into the book honestly because I, I bet I, it would be a how good much read. freedom, how much freedom Ben Kinsley would give, you know, him, like because it's like giving him the reign of this place. There's got there, there's you know there's a point where it's like God, whatever happened to Ben control. Kingsley too, yeah. man. I fucking dig Ben Kingsley. Dude, no, I was gonna say the mid two thousands. It's like all these ever. actors were like slapping down. They movies, were everywhere, dude. Do you and remember? Do you remember? Did you ever see the Wackness? For some reason, I was thinking about the Wackness when oh, I was watching dude, this. The Wackness is dope. Yeah. Is that Ben Kinsley that plays like the dad he's, figure? No, he's like the psychiatrist. Or, yeah, but the dad figure. He is like the he, dad figure to. He, uh, he's the dad figure, right? He like kills Josh. Himself. Josh Peck. Yeah, dude, that's so dope. Yeah, <laughs> that, he starts selling dude, I remember. Weed. I remember. Yeah, I remember really liking the Wackness. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what is your favorite part of this movie then? Um. God, dude, Ben Kinsley's coming out in like four different things this this year. But, uh, God, dude, I don't know. Favorite part? I think I think a lot of the like, a lot of the flashback parts are gonna be really high up there. Um, I do I do think <coughs> when uh, Leonardo DiCaprio comes into the top of the lighthouse and he kicks open the door, and then Ben Kinsley goes, "Why are y'all wet, baby?" Or, or like, baby, yeah. why y'all wet? Yeah, that's a pretty, that's a pretty solid. I'm a fan like, of that. Yeah, that's that's got horror elements involved into it. It's <laughs> creepy. No, it is. The it whole, this whole movie's creepy. got massive but I love horror how overtones. Like, I love it keeps it. you, dude. If the first time you watch this, it's that's what I. That is what I love about this movie. That right there. That's my favorite part. Is when the first time you watch this, you're like, you feel like you feel like a big brain because you're like, oh, he's oh, he's a patient. Like the you know first like twenty minutes, you're like, oh, he's a patient. But then. But then getting there the whole time, you're kind of like, he is a patient, but it's, this is, like, wild. What the fuck's how, going on? Yeah, it's how <laughs> yeah. they do the reveal, plus, like, right. the details of it are is yeah. what makes it interesting, and I 100% right. agree. Cause, yeah, because uh, it's like that when, scene, even that line right there, I'm kind of like, the fuck is this? Is this still a hallucination? Like, you know? Yeah. You're like, yeah. It's, and yeah, it's him, it's it's, cool. it, but it's him being a psychiatrist trying to, like, shock him out yeah. of it of, like, that's what he yeah. said to his wife when he realized something was wrong. Oh, I know, dude. Well, and I love when he's like tries to show him. He's like, he's like, here's the intake for the guy you're looking for, but it's your intake. And he's like, I'll look at it later. And, and Mark Ruffalo's like, No, oh, bro, you gotta look at it now, please. Please look at it. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta yeah, climb. I gotta climb through these woods and down this cliff. 
<laughs> you know, um, which I'm like, I don't think that really happened, right? No. He was was he sedated in the he I was sedated, right? And I so, don't I don't think that thought, happened. But right. that's because of the whole stuff and, with her and then all the rats on the beach, which is cool. Y- it's cool. Which is cool. I I wonder what that that was. That hated was also her in the cave. a symbolism. <laughs> I know you hated her in the cave. I I think it I think it works well. I think I like it, but. I don't. What are the rats symbolizing? I wonder. Maybe just maybe just Auschwitz itself, or whatever that the the concentration camp that he yeah. um, liberated. It's like I wonder if they're just rats there or something. No, just something about. I was kind of curious at that. That was one part. I'm like that, and, the, and like I said, that that tree part bothered me the first time I saw it because it just seems kind of hokey and like well, it seems like where I'm like they can't orchestrate that. So it's like it kind of just worked to their benefit. Yeah. Well, we're talking about the significance of of weird things. It's like, is it just to show? He's like, ooh, he's crazy. What's real? What's not real? It's like the rats and like the, all the times when someone is holding an object and then there'll be a quick shot of them just faking holding that object. That happens yeah. like three times. And it's like, right. is why? It's like, I, I, I enjoy know. it. Well, I definitely like it. I think it's cool because she, you know, back to that interview, nope. she takes the yeah. drink of the water and then it's like a quick two second cut. She's not holding anything. But she uh-huh. still has it at her lips, like pantomiming it. That happens yeah. like three times in the movie, uh, yeah. maybe more that I didn't even catch. But uh, and I was like, "Oh, that's really cool." And is that just to show, like, is this real? Is this fake? Is he just like missing details? Uh, and I think it's interesting. But I'm also like, is that just something they added because they thought it was neat? Because it is neat. But I'm I think why. it's no. What what they were talking about is like, it it will be it will be laps in his laps in his his narrative because it's like either that's not important and then somebody in a video essay mentioned that like it's his aversion to water water is really triggering to him and so he, he kind of blocks that out yeah. whenever there's like mass amounts of water it's like he has different kind of you know it doesn't cut quite track because he like swims in water and he goes around water and stuff but but i do like i do like those like it's the subtleties are nice where it's like water water is water he really blocks things out and then fire is like it's less of a trigger because like the fire happened and that was like traumatizing, but no one died in it. It like, you know, and it was kind of the, it was him like, and he really got it's into part his, like, of his compartmentalization when the, when, with the when fire, wife, I think. Yeah. yeah. Right. Cause his wife burns down the house yeah. and then they move. And at that, at that time, it's like, he's really avoiding the signals like the, cause that's, that's what I love too. Is like, it's like, you know, he's like, Oh, I, I didn't know my wife would have the ability to kill our children. And it's like, dude, that, that probably was, Probably there were red flags a lot longer, you know, right along before you moved to that like lake house, you yeah. know. Yeah, buddy. She burned the house down. And she seems like well, you know. Two. Uh, you want to hear my favorite part? So yeah. it kind of relates. Yes. So, um, t- one of the top contenders is obviously all the uh, concentration camp stuff. I think is awesome, uh, really well made and really visually striking. But my favorite part this time around for sure. Was uh, and it's another like some horror creeping into the dialogue almost, but it's like when the warden and him are driving, and the oh warden's God. like, they're, they're God loves violence, and all that matters is my violence can conquer your yeah. violence." And he Dude. he pulls up he pulls up to the to the camp, and he's like, "If I sunk my teeth into your eye, would you be able to stop me before I blinded you?" <laughs> it's yeah. just like, and he's like, "Why don't you try?" And he's like, "That's the spirit. That's the spirit, dude." No, so, he he really and that's Buffalo. That's Buffalo Bill. Too and yeah. and that's like oh, uh, yeah. his most. I mean, he's in a lot of stuff. He, I was watching Flubber today, and he's in fucking Flubber. But <laughs> he's uh, in Flubber, okay. yeah. But like, uh, that's his like most iconic thing. So it's just like because yeah, you're creepy and like uh, yeah. another just just snips of dialogue that like are really uncomfortable. Like another precursor to his wife 
uh, obviously not being all right in the head, he says, um, yeah, my wife used to think there was an insect living inside of her skull. Oh, my God. It and would it click would, across. It would click across the inside Dude. of her skull and her head and oh. just tug things in her brain for the fun of it. And I'm like, yeah. that's horrifying. And if that's not a, if that's, that's not a red flag, I don't know what well, it dude, is, man. No, and that that is such a good description of it too. Like I love, mm. I loved it. Yeah, I, no, I, yeah. But it's all the moments like that. So, I, overall, I think this movie's a plus. I think it's got, I think it's got some like kind of flaws with it. But overall, I really like this movie, and I'm yeah. really glad I watched it. And the only reason I'm so <laughs> worked up is because I like it so much, and I just, I want, I just. Those, those little things that get under the fucking insect in yeah. my skull. Well, I I need to. We should we should do a Scorsese month just for that fact that I want to know if Cape Fear really does because I've only seen Cape Fear maybe twice. Yeah, I think I'm now that I'm thinking. About it, I mean, I, I think because we've watched it before at your old apartment, but I don't know if we yeah. were paying. I think we just put it on during like Halloween or something. When, yeah, I think or, I watched you know, it when but, me and Mary lived at the duplex, and I still really liked it a lot. Right, but, but I just uh, I think this is that Scorsese's thing. Scorsese's never made a movie where he's like, "I'm gonna make it the tightest thing ever." No, yeah, he's just like, That's, "I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it the best I can." No, he's always seen. He's and always he, been yeah. like, and that's why, like, I think Goodfellas is so revered because it probably is the tightest. Like, it's long, yeah. but it's like very, very meticulously put well, together. But he, yeah, like even in uh, Wolf of Wall Street, which I fucking love, Wolf of Wall Street is very much like he's like yeah have at it you know and it's, there's like so many scenes that yeah. just don't matter but in that kind yeah, of movie in that kind of movie doesn't impact me as much but that is his style like he definitely is just like it's it's cinema it's entertaining and it's cinematic like i'm not trying to fucking have this cooker cut cookie cutter movie and that's cool i just i do think they're no. just do think that uh, i think some things would have sat with me better had they been changed around as all. as all. well but you know, uh, bud. it's a plus. It's, it's, a game. It's, it's still a plus. It's still good. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's it. Fuck, fuck Shutter I, Island. Fuck, dude, thrillers fuck, are out of this fuck, house. Fuck we're, thrillers. We're we're, yeah. we're a horror family. We're oh. a horror house only now. Um, I'm so excited spooky, to get spooky, spooky, ooky, man. Yeah. Um, so obviously October is in like four days or whatever. So we're watching nothing but horror movies. Thirty-one days of horror movies. Uh, just in case y'all, I'll, I'll post a little bit maybe about it. But we're doing podcasts on just one podcast a week, like we normally do on the movie on just one movie a week. You'll see what they are when we fucking do them, or I don't know. I might post something. Who knows? But then we yeah. will do all the rest of the movies at the end uh, for some like scheduling stuff. But then that way, every movie will get. You know, time in the sun for us, and we'll get to talk about because I have no yes. one, no one else to talk to with about movies. Uh, we will do my a wife, big my end wife of the blazes month over. Yeah, we will. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited. There's some. There's going to be some uh, some sneaky surprises on this list, everybody. There's there's so. like quite a few I haven't seen, which I'm pretty stoked oh, yeah. about. I I've seen 16 of them, so nice. I've That's almost like half. Seen, I've seen basically half. Yeah. So well, you know. I'm excited. I, I like that though. I'm happy. I would have hated 100%. to have been like, oh, I've seen 24 of these or something. That's 100. No, dude. I'm super excited to watch. Well, that's what I'm here for. Some new guys. We we always say this when it comes to our movies. Like we could pick the most popular ones. You know, we probably sure. get more ears on the pod if we picked the fucking most hey, popular we, ones every time. But I love I this, love the beautiful ears we get right now. I do too. And this is a film club. We discover stuff sometimes. Uh, yeah. We like to watch out of our comfort zone, David. 
Yeah, we're looking at you, bucko. Not to throw any shade, but, no, but we, he'll probably watch two, mo- two movies out of the out of the thing that he's <laughs> yeah, already seen yeah. that he know he likes. <laughs> I know, right? We put we put fucking the you know Casa de Casa de Lobos or whatever Lobos or the Wolf House yes. on there for him. I'm excited for the Wolf so, House. I'm yeah, so excited. I watched the trailer the other day, <laughs> dude, and so I turned it good. off because I don't want to spoil anything. But I was like, yeah. "Oh yeah, dude, I'm it, no, dude, there, I'm there, buddy." And Mad God, Bad God, baby. Yeah, oh no. my God, I want to see Mad God so bad. You, I can't wait. <laughs> you, I'm so excited to watch it again. Oh man, I'm so ready for horror, dude. I gotta, I gotta smile. I'm like a jack o' lantern over here, baby. Yeah. I got a big old smile, missing teeth. <laughs> I'm so ready. All right. Oh, yeah. Uh, so please okay. join us, everyone who listened. Thank you, everyone who yeah. contributed to picking the movies on the Reddit. I appreciate that because we did take a lot of your comments and stride and added uh, quite a, f- a handful of them to the list. So oh, yeah. please join us. If you've seen the movies, pop in and comment daily when I do the posts or, you know, even better, just watch them with us, you know. and yeah. uh, You can keep up. You can go at your leisure. You're yeah. watching before, uh, whatever. I don't advertise we'll it so much on the Reddit or whatever, but here, if you're listening to this, if you want to, our Patreon, join our Patreon, I'll give you access to the Plex, which I'm going to put most of the movies on the Plex. Yeah. And for all those the, of you... All the ones we can purchase. For, so. Yeah. It's those of yeah. you that are patrons already, um, you better watch these movies, man. Or else, I know. Or and else. we love you. Hearts <laughs> we do. You. We, we do know, love you. We know who you are, and you know who you are. We do. And you go look at yourself in the mirror right now, and you give yourself a goddamn pat on the back. You, you're beautiful. All right, thank okay. you. Goodbye. You can call in like Travis with a phone number that I don't have in front of me, so you just listen, go listen to go an to, old go podcast. To, go to the website. <laughs> go to the website. <laughs> <laughs> just, just open up an old yeah. podcast and skip to the end. And, and just skip <laughs> to the end, and it might not be on that one because we're not very consistent. It, it's on like seventy-five percent of them. So there's... <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's a C, baby. Solid, man. Uh, yeah, we're we. You know what? We're going to do Halloween, then November, then December, and then in January, dude, we're going to be we're going to be the tightest ship you've ever seen. We're vamping. We're going to be we're going to be selling these these sexy seas with, with just nothing but We're going to get our C up to a B minus. <laughs> yeah, baby, that's all. Yeah, we get to an 80, I'll be All right. I'll be we're, smiling even more like two jack-o'-lanterns. All right, we're in an hour 10, bud. Okay, we're going to call it. Thank right, you. Good, Goodbye. Good night. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.